Hello, everybody. It's Timmy Gibson here with you for another episode of The Timmy Gibson Show. Glad you're joining me today. As I just ramble for a few minutes about the thought and the idea of God. And as many of you know that follow my podcast, I spent 30 years as an evangelical pastor and attended seminary or Bible college and uh, still consider myself to be spiritual, you know, still believe in God. I'm not an atheist. Nothing wrong with being an atheist. I'm, I'm just not an atheist. Um, but in a recent podcast episode that I did with Lance Strickland, which we're going to talk again, he, it was such a great conversation. If you haven't heard it, it's the episode right before this one. But we talked a lot about where, where the concept of God or why maybe the concept of God was introduced. And I'm not saying that, that in a sense of like, God's not real. I'm just saying like, you know, when we look through history and we look through ancient writings, um, there seems to be pretty early on, um, some kind of, uh, how can I say this? Some kind of a focus on, you know, the afterlife or something, some God. Um, and there, there are three questions. I think why we are in search of something beyond ourselves, at least how I understand it. Again, this is, this is just my, these are just my thoughts. This is just my opinion. Um, this is just how I, how I see things. I'm not saying that this is the way it is. This is, but for me, it is, this is how I see it. So are, there are three main things. I think we as humans are curious about number one, where do we come from? Number two, where are we going? Like what's after this, after death? And then thirdly, what's the purpose of life? I think those are the three primary questions that are in all of our hearts or souls or minds. It's it, or in all of humans, uh, all of humanity. I think as far back as you can go, there was and is a curiosity of what's after this if anything, you know, what, what is the ultimate purpose in life and where do we come from? I think these are valid questions. I think, um, yeah, I, I think that's the, I think those questions are what and why religion came about because it, Every religion somewhat addresses those three main questions. And I, I mean, I can only speak for myself here, but I'm super curious about where we came from. The purpose of life, I'm not so curious about that because I, I feel like I have found peace with that part. But 
the where we're going, I've also found peace with that because what is, is, and it doesn't really, um, I mean, what is, that makes sense. Like for me, it's like, what is, is like, doesn't matter really what I believe about the afterlife. It, it's going to be what it's going to be, <laughs> you know, does it, it's like my beliefs only will impact my, my life now. Right. I mean, it's depending on what I believe about the afterlife might, might change my behavior. Maybe it might change my perspective. It might change my, I don't know. I mean, uh, but af what happens after I die or after anyone dies is a mystery. Now, again, I grew up in a Christian home. And so those three questions were pretty much addressed within the Christian narrative, within the Christian story. You know, we, where do we come from? From God. He created us, right? Uh, secondly, where are we going? Well, heaven or hell. That's it. That's that. Those are the two, you know, if you accept Jesus, I mean, this again, this is the Christian teaching. I'm not saying I believe this, but this is the Christian teaching. Uh, accept Jesus and you go to heaven. Don't accept Jesus and you go to hell to burn forever and ever and ever. And the purpose of life is to love God and serve people. That's it. That's, you know, that's, that's, that's the Christian narrative the christian story and that's i think one of the reasons why christianity grew in in popularity and has become i mean one of the biggest i think if not the biggest religion and of course like for sure here in the states you know here in the midwest or in the midwest of course but in the bible belt but um in america i mean you know most people would consider themselves christian which there's whole there's there's so many different levels to that right there's i'm a christian and that means they they you know they go to church every week they read the bible they pray they try to follow the commands to love your neighbor as yourself right all that stuff and and try to follow in the footsteps of footsteps of jesus etc you know, then there's all the way down to those that would say that they're Christian yet never go to church, never read the Bible, never really pray unless they're in a desperate situation and don't really subscribe to any of the dogma or the rules. Um, and I'm just communicating that I, I have zero judgment or thought on any of that. Uh, but, and then there's a million different levels between that right there you know there's the one extreme hardcore church is their life and then on the other extreme again within the christian then there's all the way to the other side which is it's more of just a a convenience if if you will and again i don't say that in a derogatory way i'm just saying like it's you know it's like yeah i'm a christian but it, that really doesn't mean much um and then there are people all over the map, you know, that, that aren't, wouldn't consider themselves Christian, which, you know, I quasi fall into that category. I love God. I believe in Jesus and the teachings of Jesus, but I don't necessarily resonate with, which, with the Christian quote unquote specific dog dogma 
Um, but I, you know, I was raised in it. So it's, it's, uh, it's all I know. It's what I know. And so a lot of, a lot of what I, a lot of my, I guess, worldview, you know, would, would stem from that somewhat for the most part, you know, spending, I'm 51. And so <laughs> this has been a, a recent journey over the last five to 10 years, you know, 10 years ago, it, it started slowly, uh, changing, evolving. And the more I opened my mind, the more I investigated, the more I really, that's the key for me. It was more, the more that I opened my mind, the more that I began to see things differently. And now if you ask me, you know, where do we come from? I don't know. And I don't think really anyone does know. I mean, it, right. Cause we don't, we don't and and so you know even science you know science can say no we know it comes back to this it's like i struggle with that so much whenever even science will say that they've figured certain things out and, you know some things they have i get it you know some things they really have figured out but also just like you know we're looking for life on other planets and of course, what we're looking for is life that's sustained, how life is sustained on our planet, on other planets, right? In other words, we're looking for a planet that has, you know, water and oxygen and this and that and the other. But what if, what if, what if other life forms live on something else and then they don't need oxygen, right? They don't need the things that, that we need. And so the search is futile or could be in other words life on other planets might not at all look like what life on our planet looks like and what we need for life and to to sustain life here or for us as humans might not be what they need to sustain life does that does that make sense at all you know that 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 thought had come to me early on in hearing about you know we're looking for life on the planets and those in the green zone and those that have this and that and the other and i'm like yeah but that's that's assuming that all living organisms in the universe if there is any other living organisms out there that they require the same things that we require right that i think yeah that's that's definitely a conversation worth having so you know back to my original question where do we come from Nobody knows. That's the, the truth is nobody knows. And of course, you know, I personally struggle, um, or my, I don't now, but I mean, I, I, in my struggle, in my journey of what has led me to where I'm at now, um, the tight little package of, you know, Adam and Eve there for the first, you know, God created Adam and Eve and from Adam and Eve, we get the rest of everything. You know, that just, uh, that, uh, again, I mentioned a little bit about this on my last episode when I interviewed Lance or talked to Lance. You know, that's, that's uh, a poodle that sleeps with a poodle is going to get a poodle, <laughs> right? A poodle and a poodle will never pop out a palm, Pomeranian, right? <laughs> now, if a poodle gets with a Pomeranian, then you have a padoodle or whatever you have, <laughs> palm poodle. You know, I, I, I get that that once you start mixed breeding, but Adam and Eve, you know, you, you have to get into this mystical, magical, weird, um, 
again, how I understand it, I have not done the research in depth to know. So maybe science has an answer for this, or maybe, you know, there's answers that are beyond what I was ever taught in Bible college, right? You were just supposed to take that as a fact and just believe it blindly, even though it doesn't make sense, right? Because where do we get all the different um, races of people? You know, if Adam and Eve, whatever they were, whatever Adam and Eve were, I mean, again, I'm not saying I believe that story. I'm just saying that if you go with that story, let's just assume for a minute here that Adam and Eve, that that was real. So what, what, what were they to, to white people, to black people, to Asian people? Like what were they and whatever they were, they would have reproduced after their kind. So where do all the races come from? And I don't, I'm asking the question. I don't have the answer. I don't know. Like, I have no idea. The Bible, you know, I've read the Bible cover to cover, excuse me. And the Bible doesn't cover that. Doesn't, doesn't have the answers to that. You know, you're just supposed to accept it. The Bible says it, that's it. That believes it, whatever. And that's, you know, that's where I really struggle within the Christian narrative or when I was living in that Christian world, you know, I had a lot of questions. I'm like, okay, where do we get all the different races of people? That just doesn't make sense. Now I remember, I remember, I think it might've been in Bible college. I remember a professor briefly kind of touching on that Adam and Eve. This is what, (laughs) this is just what's (laughs) I'm laughing because, you know, now I just look at this as like, Oh brother, that's the silliest thing ever. But I, I remember vaguely a professor addressing that issue and basically said that Adam and Eve within them were all the races. They were all the races. And so unlike what's ever happened in history ever before ever whatever Adam and Eve, when they conceived a child, you know, they conceived a black child and they conceived a white child and they conceived an Asian child. And then they conceived. <laughs> that's what this professor said that, you know, from, from Adam and Eve came all the different races. And then of course, obviously, right. If, if you're going to be super biblical about it, this is where it gets just sick and incestual, right? Adam and Eve had two kids, a boy and a girl, and then they got married and hooked up and they had kids. I mean, it's, <laughs> it just gets ridiculous. And it was such a stretch. There was no way that, that, that I was going to believe that that just seemed completely off the charts, nutty to me. And so I, maybe I need to get a theologian, I guess, on my podcast and, and ask what, what is, what is the, what is the answer? You know, what is the narrative? What is, and not to disprove it. I'm, I'm just, I'm actually curious. I'm curious what, you know, and I guess you would think I would know I was a pastor. And so I think that I just kind of took what that professor said. And that might've been what I would have answered someone. If someone answered me, well, how do you get all the different races from Adam and Eve? You know, that's what I would have said. I said, well, Adam and Eve within them, God put all the races. And so, (laughs) you know, it's such an easy answer, right? But that's, that's not in the Bible anywhere that, you know, so it's completely, is it the word conjuncture? I mean, that's complete. I'm just pulling that 
Christian just pull certain things out of their hiney to make it make sense, right? So where do we come from? I have no idea. I I do wonder. Um yeah, like I I really do. I, I am curious. I'm I'm super fascinated by history and not just history let, that we know, but like the the ancient history, right? The what was it like 50, 100, 200 thousand years ago a, a million years ago right i mean how, what was what was it like i and where did we come from now me where i'm at in my life i believe uh that god created us now what's that look like i believe it that that we were created but also evolution is a part of it you know, I, I don't believe in the Adam and Eve story. I don't believe that they were literally the first two two humans and everybody, you know, everybody is a descendant from Adam and Eve. I don't believe in that like that. I, I believe that Adam and Eve possibly could be more of an uh, an archetype, like more of a kind of a, a general story that there were actually humans other than Adam and Eve. You know, Adam and Eve were just the two that we kind of focused on or or I don't know. I really like, I, I don't know because when the reality is, like I said, nobody actually does know. So we can, we can cuss and discuss it. We can say what we think and science can say what they think they know or what they think they've seen or what they think and what they think they understand. I get it. Um, but that, the, you know, that it is just a mystery, I, I think. And, Again, for me, I do believe that God created us. I just don't know what that looks like. I don't, you know, did God actually create the big boom? And then I don't know. I really, again, nobody knows. Nobody knows for sure. But I think what the challenge is for humans is we want to know. There's something in our nature, something in our DNA or something for some reason we're curious. We want to know. And I see this, you know, working as a pastor for 30 years, when, when someone loses a loved one, they go into hyper overdrive for the most part, want to know why. And they'll attach any kind of definition to it that brings them peace. And, and one of them that's, it's very common uh, within the Christian circles anyway. And again, spending 30 years as an evangelical pastor, I've had lots of conversations with people, uh, have, you know, done my fair share of funerals for, for people that have lost someone dear. And I find it pretty common that people will assign some kind of this is why, you know, God knew that this person wasn't going to have a happy life. And so God took them or God needed another angel in heaven. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they have to assign some kind of a glorious angelic kind of reason in order to accept the death. And I'm not sure what that is. I'm not, I'm not sure. I should probably, matter of fact, I'm going to reach out to one of my counselor friends and, and, and maybe do a podcast with him and find out why, 
why is there such a need to attach meaning? And it's usually, it's always a great meaning, right? It's always a, it's always a, it's always a grand thing. It's never that God was just tired of them and just wanted to take them out. Like it's never that it's always, you know, God saw the purity of their heart and knew that they were going to have a hard life. And so he took them from the earth so that they wouldn't have to face something darker later, which, which is completely like in my mind, that's nuts. Like literally crazy nuts. I think, because here's why, and this is not to, to belittle anyone that thinks that this is not to change anyone's opinion. It's just in my mind, if God has the power to take someone from the earth, okay. Then does he not have the power to protect them from the evil that he's apparently pulling them from the earth to protect them from? Does that make sense? Like, I, I had this conversation not too long ago with someone and they said that they they felt that God took this person because this person was going to develop cancer and die a terrible death later. Yeah, this is literally what someone believed. They believed that God was protecting them from a terrible death. So he killed them. You know, I, 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 well, I don't even struggle with that. I think that's just, I think that's just a, an absolutely insane thing to believe because if God, you know, has the power to, to take someone to save them, can't he just save them? Can't can, can he just pull the cancer rather than killing them? Can't he just kill the cancer? Does that make sense? Like, yeah, so I don't, my mind can't even comprehend how and why for many people, they need some kind of reason. They need to know why. And so I think this is one reason why religion has, ha, is a part of our world today is, you know, religion, clearly, of course, it's man-made, but I think we've created religion in order to give us answers to things that there really aren't necessarily answers for, you know, where do we come from? I, some people just struggle with not knowing, you know, that, that maybe we come from nothing. Maybe we come from evolution. Maybe we come from God. Maybe we come. I, I think people want proof. Now for me, I would love that. Like I would love, you know, I would, I would love to have God or whoever to, you know, come down, show on a big screen TV. Here's how it all started. Here's how it happened. And this is the, the true story of humanity. I don't, I mean, I don't know who wouldn't, who wouldn't want that. I'd, I'd welcome that with open arms. I'd love that. Um, and where we're going, that doesn't bother me so much because I have no control over what, what the afterlife is like. I have no control. Now, again, as, a, as those in the Christian realm would say, well, you have control over where you end up. <laughs> okay. I mean, whatever. Um, you know, if you choose to believe that, but for me, I, I, I think, you know, what, what the afterlife is, is what the afterlife is. If it's just cessation of life and that's it, when you die, it's just lights out. That's it. 
then then that's it. Like it doesn't matter what I believe. It doesn't matter if I believe in heaven or hell or not or it doesn't matter. It has that has no bearing on what is. What is is period. That's it. it. Doesn't matter what you believe. I think your beliefs only affect your right here, right now. That's why I think it is important to have beliefs. I think it is important. And then when I get into that other question, you know, what what is the purpose of life? Well, it's different for different people. I think for me personally, what the purpose of life is to is to love and to be loved. And so uh that's it. I, I I that's what I think what I think life is all about. It's to to live, to love, and to be loved. That's it. That's that's the meaning of life. And as long as we're gonna do those three things, I think you can have a happy life. So that's for me. That's it for me. You know, what is it for you? I don't know. I'd be curious to know, but I don't I don't I don't know what other people's beliefs are about that. I know what my beliefs were when I was a hardcore Christian, a little bit different than what they are now, but but similar in the in the essence of love being a, a big deal. Um and then yeah, I guess we're still in search of where we come from. I don't think we'll ever know. You know, maybe when we die, that would be the only thing that I think could maybe bring us some answers, right? Because I don't know, because I don't know what's beyond the veil of death. So maybe it's in a full-blown enlightenment and you know everything and you're aware of all of it, the whole story. I don't know, maybe. Um, or like I said, maybe it's just what it was like before you were born, right? What was it like before you were born? right it was nothingness it was dark it was nothing we, i wasn't aware of anything before i was aware uh when do we become aware i, I don't know i i don't know that i mean were we aware in the womb now i believe we're alive we're a human we're, we're you know i believe life is happens at the point of conception that's what what i believe and as soon as you're born, um, you're born pretty much empty. And most of us become aware of life um, somewhere as a kid is <laughs> when we become more aware of life. And then as we grow and develop and learn and all that, we become more and more aware you know, it's funny. I realize now as a 51 year old, I'm more aware of things in this life than I was even as a teenager, you know, that the things that I think, the things that I care about, the things that I'm interested in, the things that I'm curious about. It's so different. The things that I'm concerned about, it's so different, so different now. Um, but what, yeah, what, what, where'd we come from? Where are we going? And what is the meaning of all of it? I think that's the human search. I think that's, and I think that's what and why religion came into the world. I, I think that it's that it's man's search for those things. Um, gosh, and this is a whole nother conversation, but getting into what was the purpose of Neanderthals or ne Neanderthals? Is it Neanderthals or Neanderthals? However you say it. And the other species of humans, what was their purpose? You know, they, they don't exist anymore. I mean, we still have some of the DNA that's mixed with some DNA of humans today. 
So apparently there was some crossover pollination, if you will. Um, but what were the, what were the, what was their purpose? You know, did they have a soul? Did they have, were they conscious? I would say probably. Um, but just like there are many species of dogs, um, there were species of humans, apparently. We've come to learn that, which is fascinating, right? What, what, were the, what was the purpose of, of the dinosaurs? Why, why, why aren't they here anymore? You know, <laughs> like we joked about in the last podcast, you know, did God create them and then go, oh, crap, they're like way too big. <laughs> and then, you know, an send an asteroid. Did God like send an asteroid down to destroy them? <laughs> I don't know. I do find that fascinating, though. I do find it fascinating. You know, what was their purpose and why are they gone? Why are they extinct? Uh, outside of the reason, the reason why, I think I think they pretty much have determined that there was a an asteroid that hit the Earth and and you know caused great catastrophe and killed all the dinosaurs. I guess. I, again, I wasn't there to see it happen, but I think that they've. Uh, come to that conclusion and have a lot of a lot of evidence to point to that. So, I don't know. So, I guess the moral of the story, the moral of this particular episode is, yeah, I think it's I think it's a worthy discussion. Why are we here? Where are where 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 did we come from? And and where are we going? And I think the the one thing that we all have control over, we don't know where we came from, and we can't we can't change that. We can't change what happens after death. Um, but what we can and should focus on is the purpose of life and the purpose of our life, the purpose of your life. So give that some thought today. Maybe jot it down in a journal and begin to pursue the purpose of your life as an individual. God bless. Peace. Peace.